Hello and welcome back to another caffeinated episode of Coffee Conversations. I'm Samantha Kaufman. And I'm Deacon Bob. Deacon Bob, today is so exciting because today we are joined by two students who recently went to Catholic Youth Summer Camp. Today we have Quinn and Carmen with us. So how are you guys? Doing great. Thank you for coming on today. So what grade are you guys going into this fall? Because school's right around the corner, unfortunately. (laughs) I'm going into eighth. Eighth grade. I'm going into 10th. 10th, been awesome. Well, exciting things are ahead, but summer's not over yet. So was there something that you really did besides camp um, that was really exciting this summer? What do you guys think? My family and I went to Key West. Key West. Oh, Oh, my goodness. My honeymoon was in Key West. It was really beautiful. It's really pretty down there. Have you been there before? No, it was my first time going. That's awesome. Good weather? Yeah. Very hot down there. (laughs) It is. Where is Key West? It's like, it's almost, I forget how many miles from Cuba. So it's like off of Florida. It's really close. It's like 90 miles away from Cuba. Yeah. There's like the southernmost point Mm -hmm. there. Um, so it really, there's like wild chickens running oh, around. Oh, there is. It's, it's like, like your natural bird. Like it, they yeah. will just run around. Like they're right oh, up next cool. to you. Yeah. It was fun. It's wow. really cool. Quinn, what about you? Uh, actually, just yesterday I took some friends out to Cedar Point. Oh. Had a nice time on roller coasters. Loved oh, it. Wow. Oh my goodness. What's your favorite ride? Favorite ride? Steel Vengeance. Oh, that's we awesome. didn't get to go on it. Got rained out, but... Still had an awesome time. Did you end up with all those storms yesterday? Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. We we had to hide for about three hours. Wow. Yeah. That I knew the storms were coming, but yeah. my sister and I, and now they don't have the top throw dragster running mm-hmm. anymore. But my sister and I, it was in the evening. We were in line for the front row of the top throw, mm-hmm. and we were looking around and we see the people coming off, and. We're like, why are people wiping off their face? Like, what are they doing? And then I realized, since it was nighttime, it was bugs. They were wiping off all of the bugs. And I told my sister, I'm like, it was too late. We were next in line to get in the front. And I was like, just close your mouth. I was like, oh, no. But it goes from, the dragster goes from like 0 to 120 miles an hour in like three seconds. So it's like, you really just... So did you end up with bugs? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were covered. (laughs) I was able to go on top thrill once just to say I did it before it shut down. Didn't enjoy it very much, but now I can say I did. So that's something. It's like the scariest 17 seconds of your life, Yeah. I'm not a big roller coaster fan. No. It's like, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, wow. good. I'm glad you guys are enjoying summer. Um, you know, it is flying by fast, but we're happy to have you here to talk about your experience at Catholic Youth Summer Camp. So, for those that really don't know what this camp is, and Deacon Bob, you haven't been there before, have I you? I went down uh, for a day. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, I was really impressed. Yeah. Um, where is it? It's close to Columbus? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Random place called Centerburg, Ohio. Okay. I'm sure nothing else happens there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's nothing but <laughs> cornfields and stuff around, yeah. is it? Yeah. yeah. So can you guys kind of describe what Catholic Youth Summer Camp is? Like, what goes on there? What is it all about? What do you guys think? Well, it's a... It's a Catholic youth summer camp. It's it's a summer camp. There's all kinds of high adventure stuff, paintball, archery, ropes courses, rock climbing, but everything we do is kind of rooted in Jesus. There's also 
daily mass and uh, times for prayer. Awesome. Um, I call camp a new experience. I totally thought it was going to be the opposite of what it was. Okay. And I was thinking, like, oh, my gosh, we're going to have to spend, like, five hours in mass. But, no, they had all these fun activities, like Quinn said, mm. and we still got to connect with the Lord, and it was really, truly amazing. So, Quinn, you've been to camp before, right? Yes. This was yes. your second time around. Mm-hmm. And, Carmen, this was your first yes. experience. Yes, first time. Quinn, correct me if I'm wrong, but do you think each year that you go, do you get something new out of that experience? Yes. You yes. I Personally, it feels like I unlock like a new level of praying, if that makes sense. So mm. it's like like a new, a new kind of mindset for okay. when I pray, just getting more and more connected to Jesus. Uh, last year, I told, I told my counselor, I feel like this is the closest to Jesus I'd ever been. He said, that's awesome, but you know what? It goes further. And I, I found the further this year. Oh, very good. That and the good awesome. news is there's further to go, which is very cool. <laughs> there is. Carmen, how about you? Um, I think that I will definitely go back again next year. Mm-hmm. And like Quinn said, I probably will go deeper into my faith. But mm-hmm. I think it's safe to say that I have never, ever felt closer to God before going to camp. That's and what do you think made the difference? What about camp helps you get closer to God? I think it was the way we prayed. We did it in different ways, not the same way we pray here. Um, they put a lot of fun into our praying. They made the songs upbeat. It was just, it really was amazing. Mm. Damascus has their own worship band that's mm-hmm. on Spotify. They're yes. awesome. Yeah, they oh, are. Wow. They didn't play Reckless Love. Um, that's what, they didn't? yeah. No. My friends and I sung it. But they never, they never ended up playing they, it. They played Aww. it for us. Really? Oh. Yeah. Oh, man. Maybe we can put the link for that on there, Reckless too. Reckless Love. Well, yeah. Or for the spot. The, Damascus, Damascus. Damascus Worship Band, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, wow, so, cool. really, there's key components to this unique prayer experience that you have there. Yes. Um, that we don't usually get at our regular parishes often. So, music is key, right? just community and and being together as youth because they do they split you up junior high and high school usually okay but then do you come together at all um not really not except for on the very last day when they have the the group mass and then Mm -hmm. uh, testimonies from the kids very cool so what do you think was the best part of camp for you was it, and it could be a high adventure activity or a spiritual component or both, um, what would you say was the best part of camp for you? Definitely the people there. Mm. Like, the, just everyone there was so, so kind, so amazing. Just, yeah. and it was, it was new people from last year uh, because I was put in a different group and a different week. Uh, so a lot of new faces, but also some friends I made last year were also moved the, to the same week. So a, a couple oh. kids uh, I saw, and we had an awesome reunion because we, we hadn't seen each other for a year. We hadn't been in contact, and that was amazing. Right. We could see each other again. Because people come from all over, right? Yes. All over the country. Yes. There's some people from California mm-hmm. and whatever. So what about you, Carmen? Um, I'd say... My favorite part was club, and the club is after dinner, and the first part of club is a bunch of skits and fun music and all this good stuff that gives you a lot of high energy, <laughs> and then um, we get a break, and then after that we come back and it's we get a guest speaker, and then it's all this worship music, and we really get to connect with God. 
it's really nice. So was there a really a moment that was a funny camp story for you? Do you have reflecting on your camp experience? Was there a funny moment? So we were about to go to sleep and we were in our cabins <laughs> and our counselor went to bed, like go take a shower. Yeah. And so my friend under me, she, we always like put our hands next to each other because that's how she falls asleep. And so I put my hand down and then she put something in my hand. I'm like, what is this? And I pick it up, and she had goldfish in my hand. And oh. I was like, oh, my gosh, take these back. And so I went to give them to her, and mm -hmm. they dropped on the floor. And then she went to pick them up and stepped on them. So I think they just ended up under the bunk, and that's how that happened. Oh, so, no. Yeah. And how many people are in a cabin? Ten. Ten. Mm -hmm. And you don't sleep very well there, No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Everyone's just up. But I think by, do you feel tired, like, towards the end of the week, for oh, sure? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they're Very tiring. Long days. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, my voice was gone by the third day. It was, <laughs> that was a shame, because when we, when we started doing, like, uh, we had a big capture the flag war, and oh. I couldn't yell for my team. That was the most disappointing thing. Oh, no. Oh, no. Quinn, when I saw, when I came that one, I think it was Wednesday, maybe, that I came out there, you were, like, on someone's shoulders. Like, you were having a blast. It was so funny. <laughs> That's probably when you were losing your voice, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what about you, Quinn? Do you have a funny camp um, story? So, uh, I, I, went, I went to take a shower, you know, because got got all dirty, and when yeah. I came back, some kids in my cabin found a roll of like caution tape and started wrapping up the entire cabin <gasps> in cautions. How, how did they find I, caution I, tape? I have no clue. The counselor might have gotten it. Actually, the counselor was wrapped up totally in it, like a mummy. They 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 were going all over. I don't know. I don't know how they got it or why, but we got it. It was we got it cleaned oh, up. Yeah. <laughs> and each of the cabins. They're a different saint name, right? Mm -hmm. And there's different quads to the cabins. Mm -hmm. So what cabin were you in? What was the name of your cabin? Do you remember? We were St. Mary Star of the Sea. Ooh, oh, nice. That church is in Key West. Yeah. 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 Quite I don't remember. You don't remember no. yours? It's really cool, though. Very good. So there's high adventure activities. Did you have a challenging one that you... Uh, experience and also like what's the spiritual part of it because I think that's an important part for kids and adults to know that there's these high adventure activities but then there's also this spiritual takeaway most difficult thing was the rock wall because there, oh. there are four sections of the rock wall and I, I went to the hardest one because I got too cocky um, <laughs> I, I got about 75% of the way up then uh, lost lost something on like a loose rock so I fell down I said all right, I'll try this, the second hardest one. All right. Uh, probably got a quarter of the way up that fell down. Then mm. I, I was mad at that point. I was, I was determined, though. So I tried to get up the, the hard one again. Tried about eight times. Didn't get more than 12 feet up. And just eventually had to give up because my forearms hurt too much. So what was the spiritual takeaway of it? The spiritual takeaway is... Some things, even though you want them, God doesn't want them, and you'll just have to accept that. Do you think if you had enough time and enough practice, you could conquer the hardest part? No. No? Mm. But <laughs> with God, all, all things are possible, so maybe. Yeah. Very good. And the rock wall is what, maybe 40 feet? 
it's got with these like that. rocks it's, it's high. Uh, it's really bolted high. on very cool carmen did you have a spiritual slash uh, challenge yeah so my challenge was probably the blob because actually it was challenging trying to get up there so don't can ever ex- climb up can there you with... explain the blob like what's okay it look like? so a blob is in the water and one person sits on the end of it another person jumps from like way up high mm. and that person on the end of it will go flying into the water and so the hardest part for me was probably jumping down onto it because I was like really scared. I was like, oh my gosh, what if I fall? Yeah. And so the um, counselor up there said, when you go down, say, Jesus, I trust in you. And so I, I went down and I said, Jesus, I trust in you as I was going down. Mm-hmm. And so I think the spiritual part of that for me was that I have to trust in Jesus even though I am scared to do a lot of things because I was, I was really thinking about just getting down. But because I put my trust in Jesus, I was able to get through it, and I actually had a lot of fun doing it. Very good. So is this like you jump onto a giant pillow? Yes. Essentially. Somebody else watches the other person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think life is so much like that. We have so Mm -hmm. many different fears um, that we face on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. Um, But really, in those moments, that simple prayer, Jesus, I trust in you, it helps. It I does, really think yeah. it does. Um, even if we don't truly in the moment, we're just saying it, like, help mm-hmm. me to believe that I really trust in you, Lord. It does make a difference. Mm-hmm. So that's a beautiful takeaway. Absolutely. Did you have a favorite spiritual experience? Like one that stood out in your mind? Yeah. Like was there, and Quinn, like you said, this is your second time mm-hmm. going to camp. How did you encounter God in a new way? at camp that you never have before mm-hmm. what was that experience like for you so the the worship band was uh was playing they were they were playing our songs that i mentioned before that they they never played reckless love so mm-hmm. they they take a break and i turn to i turn to one of my friends and i say we we should start something he says <laughs> yeah, he says, i don't know i don't know maybe maybe we should and i just i just start breaking out into it and I was I was kind of I was kind of prepared to just kind of sing the thing on my own, maybe get a little quieter so it's not as embarrassing. Yeah. But before I got to the third word, I heard half the church singing with me. Wow. Um, oh. That I was singing with kids I'd known for years, kids I'd known for days, and kids I'd never met, but all of us just totally in love of God. A couple of my friends, we were talking. We said, I I firmly believe that when God created man, He had that in mind. Uh, a couple of counselors got mad at us because well, we like disturbed the peace or something. <laughs> but I, I, I didn't care. I was with I was with my brothers and sisters in Christ, and that was the we were worshiping in the best way we knew how. What is it about Reckless, the song Reckless Love, that has meaning for you? Uh, well, I guess the the part that everyone we we didn't know the verses because mm-hmm. we're not that smart. The refrain, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. It, it never ends. I'm not sure what they mean. I'm not actually sure what he means by reckless love, but the never-ending love of God. It, it goes far beyond our, our lives and our comprehension. That's very good. Carmen? I'd say I had a great encounter with God when, on Thursday night, when everyone was praying over us. And then I kneeled down in front of the monstrance, and I had, like, full-on tears coming down my face. And I saw Mother Mary in the monstrance, and I think that mm-hmm. I, like, never cried in that way before. In that exact moment, I couldn't even describe how I felt. Like, I felt like 
all the angels, all the saints and Jesus, and they were looking at me and they were just smiling. And they were saying, I put you here for a purpose mm. and you mean something to me. And that's why you're here. It wasn't by coincidence. Yeah. You're here because I put you here. Beautiful. And the monstrance, can you explain what the monstrance is? The monstrance is? is, it's really beautiful. It's mm-hmm. what they hold the host in. And it's like gold and mm-hmm. it's, it's great. So, and I love that story that you really saw Mary as well. Yeah. And I think Mary plays a beautiful role in our lives, interceding for us. Mm-hmm. And her role for humanity is really to lead us to her son. So the fact that you saw Mary in the monstrance, it kind of makes me think that she is she is interceding and leading us to Christ. Yeah. And that we often as Catholics, you know, our devotion to the Blessed Mother, um, a lot of non-Catholics think, oh, well, they worship Mary. There's a difference there, right? Mm -hmm. Because Mary, in her beautiful role, God has given us our mother, right? Mm -hmm. And she's there every step of the way in our lives, leading us to her son. So I think that story is just absolutely great. And I loved your question about reckless love. Like, what Mm -hmm. does that mean? That God gives us his love. My favorite quote is that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That the recklessness of God's love is God just keeps loving us no matter what. Mm-hmm. And um, there's nothing we could do that would take God's love away from us. Mm-hmm. Carmen, did you have a relationship with Mary before? Okay, so my great grandma, mm-hmm. she did not know how to speak any English at all. Okay. Um, I think. She had a great relationship with Mary, and I had a good relationship with her. Mm -hmm. And I would always hear, like, these voices in my head saying my name, saying, Carmen, Carmen, where are you? And I'd be like, what what is this? Mm -hmm. And I would always often pray to Mary a lot, Mm -hmm. sometimes. Mm -hmm. But that was probably the only relationship I had with her. But when she came to me that night, I, Mm -hmm. I just knew I had a purpose to be there and that she was proud of me. And Carmen, you also have uh, a special activity that you do. You make rosaries, don't mm-hmm. you? Yeah. That's really good. And then after you make the rosaries, you often um, give them to people or your mom, I think, works maybe in a hospital mm-hmm. and different ways to bring Jesus to others and, and through Mary's intercession. Yeah. Cool. So now coming off of Catholic Youth Summer Camp... Some people take this experience kind of like a one-hit wonder, right? When you come and return home from camp, it's like, oh my gosh, I was on fire for God, but then it just goes away, right? Because you're not continuing this experience. But what do you guys think, and it's been about a month since camp, what are some of your spiritual goals moving forward? How can you continue the experiences that you had at camp and how can you share those experience with others in your community so really big thing i want to do now is focus on uh loving jesus Uh, jesus he's a friend he desires a friendship with us and what kind of friend you have if you only talk to him a week out of the year at camp and Mm. a a big way i know i can get closer to him is just to sin less it it sounds cliche but uh, my friends and I from camp, we, we made a group chat called, we called it accountability. Ooh, and cool. that's for us to just help each other out. Actually, one of my friends has already gotten arrested. But 
it's 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 for us to kind of help each other out to know that we can go through it and what I started to do is to pray for God's peace and God's peace is more than the absence of violence it's it's the absence of violence vice hatred mm-hmm. true presence of calmness serenity and, and and love in your life and I I want to want to be able to share that with people um, a counselor told me mm-hmm. I can I can tell them God's love all I want but what they'll know is when they see God's love mm-hmm. so if I I just want to act like Jesus would. That's really profound. That's Quinn, how old are you? <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible. That's yeah. That as adults we strive for that. So. Right. And I love the accountability part. Yeah. You know that that you're accountable as a group mm-hmm. to help each other out. And that's the same way for you guys to be doing camp that experience together. And I love mm-hmm. that you said that the people are your favorite part because. You guys are all the young church, right? And you're doing this together. You're journeying together and and helping each other on the highway to holiness, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the highway to heaven. That's great. Something that really started to touch me is at the at the end of Mass, when the priest says, glorify the Lord by our lives. Not right. by our words or by our thoughts, but by our lives. That's really good. I love that. Carmen, how would you like to continue your spiritual goals? Um, so... I want to get a lot of my family to continue to follow their spiritual goals. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to start making some rosaries on my own and giving them out to all my family members. Like I gave one Mm -hmm. to my aunt, my great aunt, for Christmas, and she said she was just so touched, like her heart was so touched. And so I also think that I'm going to take my younger cousins, because I have Mm -hmm. three little cousins and a little sister, and... I'm going to do what I do at home, and we can, like, read little passages of the Bible and write down what we like. Mm -hmm. And then I think what we could do is we can just let God speak to us, listen to what he has to say to us. It's profound just to be here with you um, and your insights. Let me ask you this one. Mm -hmm. So if we put this out, like, through the school, Mm -hmm. what would you want your friends to know about God's love for them? That he's never going to abandon you. He's always there. Even if you feel like you are always by yourself, because I know I felt that way before, mm-hmm. like nobody cares about me, I'm all by myself, he's there. Mm-hmm. And he's willing to talk to you whenever you need him to. Quinn, what would oh, you it's say? Great. It's hard to go beyond that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it sums it up, yeah. <laughs> it does. Um, I, I was thinking, uh, actually another quote from Reckless Love, I couldn't earn it, I don't deserve it, still you give yourself away. Just, we, mm-hmm. we can be pretty pretty bad people at times. I know I can and ev- everyone can, but yep. God doesn't leave us. God's always waiting for us to turn back to him. Mm-hmm. And it's mm. I can't I can't put into words how it feels to truly be in the love of Jesus like I was at camp. And I think people that that are your age, uh, they find it difficult to live their faith in a way because mm-hmm. of their peers. Um, they're afraid of judgment or, you know, what people think, right? Mm-hmm. But I think you guys are such leaders, I think, coming off of camp in the faith. And you really have this opportunity to evangelize in a way. And it doesn't have to be the in-your-face, mm-hmm. you know, kind of evangelization, but leading by example through those simple things that you do, the joy that you bring others, the peace and love that you spread 
that I think is spreading the gospel in in wonderful ways. And that's a key part of the Eucharistic revival as well. How do we, how are we willing to share our faith with others and share Jesus with others? So again, we really appreciate you guys coming on here today um, because it's important for adults as Mm -hmm. well to hear your Mm -hmm. story and your witness because you know, we strive to have those experiences and that that love and devotion that you guys just shared with us today. And my prayer for you is that you would see yourself as like a tiny little pebble in a pond, <laughs> that Jesus has dropped you into your friend group, and the ripple of God's love that you experienced at camp will definitely affect your eighth grade class or your sophomore class Mm -hmm. in ways that you never, ever, ever experienced. And they may not tell you about it right away, but someday you'll you'll know that your life has made a difference in their life. Mrs. Kaufman, I see we have lovely parting gifts for the kids today. We do. We have Coffee Conversations mugs for Uh, you guys to take home. And you guys are a little bit too young for coffee still, right? You don't drink coffee. Or hot chocolate. (laughs) Hot chocolate would be good. But you'll get to coffee one day. Don't worry. It'll come. You know what? Maybe we could throw (laughs) something out there to the listeners that the first three people that um, email us, we could Mm -hmm. send them a lovely coffee conversation mug. Yep. Sounds good to me. Does that sound good? beautiful mugs. And maybe share what they heard today from um, Carmen and Quinn, Mm -hmm. um, what their takeaway was as listeners to their stories. All right. Well, thank you guys again for joining us. Quinn, would you like to lead us in prayer to end us together? I will. Sure. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord, as we sit here now together, we ask for your peace, the peace of, peace of the Lord, to take away any, any bad thoughts that we have, any thoughts or actions that would take us away from you. We ask that we can only grow closer in your love and in coffee conversations or just in our lives, that we, everything we do can bring us closer to you, Lord. In the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. All right, guys. So that's it for us today, but we're blessed to have you guys with us, and we hope to catch you next time. Have a great day. God bless.